Hello, dear Chrysalis. Welcome back to the Chrysalis community. My name is Ayobami, and it is such a pleasure to be with you guys once again. I hope you've had a wonderful week since I last left you. Today, I just want to say a couple of things before I get into what this episode will be about. One, I just want to say a big, big thank you to Rebel Soul and to Sherez. Thank you so much for hosting me last week for my last episode. A really big thank you to all of you. This process of making my podcast and starting to create content has been really interesting for me to say the very least. It's been one from where I was scared to kind of act on my talents or really explore them and turn them into skills to now I'm at a point where I'm sharing them even though I don't feel too skillful yet. Um, so I'm kind of just finding my footing, finding my confidence and finding my voice. And you guys have just been really supportive through all of that. So thank you so, so much. One thing I will say about finding my voice is that I do want the voice of the podcast to just kind of change a bit. It's been very, I would say formal. And it was just me listening back to all my other episodes. And then of course the um, critique that I got last week which is why I really, really appreciate you, Sherez, for last week. Um, just that I don't seem too comfortable and hearing myself back, I can really feel that, like how anxious I was in the first few episodes. Um, one, I recorded the first three in my bathroom, just trying to get the clearest audio possible and stressing myself out because I'm like, I don't have the equipment for this. Oh, it doesn't sound too good. So yeah, now I'm just kind of listing my insecurities out here. But now I'm kind of at this point where I want us to relax. <laughs> I want us to take a good deep breath. So we're not in the bathroom today. We are in my room um, and I am recording on camera too, not just audio today. So you can actually check out this episode on YouTube if you're interested in doing that. But we're just going to chill today. Um, I want to address the little reflection piece I shared with you guys last week and I want to talk about that first shadow that I found which was resentment but while I do that I'm just going to take care of some tasks that I should have done a while ago um, I've been charging my crystals under the full moon but I haven't cleansed them in a good little minute so I will be cleansing my crystals today if you guys hear kind of any noise it's me moving my crystals around um, or a flame lighting up my sage. But yeah, I'll just give my crystals a little dip in the oil bath. I use grapefruit um, to kind of bathe my crystals. I don't know that it's the healthiest because I know some essential oils can kind of eat away at minerals, but my crystals don't seem to have a problem with it. And I have a lot of yellow um, citrine, yellow calcite, and I find that grapefruit kind of goes well with those crystals. So yeah, but I feel like it's a default for all of my other stuff because I feel like peppermint oil can be too harsh. Lavender is for some crystals, not for all of them, but I feel like everyone takes well to grapefruit oil. So that's what I use. And it kind of just gives them like a happy vibe. I like the feel and smell of grapefruit. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, just doing a bit of cleaning. Just gonna turn my diffuser on. So I wrote a letter to resentment and it's kind of similar to the letter I wrote in episode two addressed to my shadows, but I had addressed those collectively, all of them collectively. Um, this one is specific to resentment and well, I'll just let you guys hear it. <laughs> Dear resentment, 
I blame you for a lot of things. Though a product of my shame, you became the cause for many more shameful actions. As a child, I spoke and wrote through you, hurting myself and the people I loved. As a child, you often controlled my hands, and now I must confess the sins of violent touches, messages, and illustrations. Now, no longer a child, I am still consumed by you. Rather than being allowed to embody the name Joy, I have been labeled angry, impatient, volatile. I am wrestling with how I feel about these narratives. On one hand, though I resent your existence, it is justified. You were not born on a whim. I have every right to feel you, and you've every right to be expressed. But on the other hand, I am conscious of this vessel. It is gloriously brown and female, so I struggle with your existence because I am not allowed to embody you, not without judgment. I am not allowed to express you the way I may express gratitude, joy, or contentment. I recognize, though, that in repressing you in public and keeping you from judgmental eyes often housing their own logs, you were forced to erupt in the wrong places, burning bridges and leaving unnecessary casualties. So what now? How am I to deal with you? Now aware of the damages we've caused, I can no longer allow you to be expressed only in private. In this way, we hurt the ones we love, releasing onto them feelings not meant for them. But I will also not tolerate being labeled angry whether I am or not. And truly, I am. I have every right to be. Daily, I fight the teachings of my youth, society's projections, statistics, diagnoses, fighting these definitions that have led to a number of illnesses. I'm only now taking account of them. And then, with limited experience and resources, I'm to heal myself. I am livid, rightfully so. But steps forward, I won't repress you anymore. I won't pretend that you don't exist, though I'm not sure how to express you in a healthy way. I acknowledge you. I do accept you. It may be a while before we forgive each other. Maybe years before I feel I owe you an apology for repressing you. But I'm sure that the time will come. For now, I will continue to explore where you stem from. As of now, I know you stem from the trauma of abandonment, bullying, financial and mental insecurities. I know you were partially inherited. I know you also come from awareness, a vivid, horrid consciousness of limitations and fears born out of lack. And knowing these things, I can stop misdirecting you. And knowing these things, I can be aware of when I am misdirecting you so that the people I love, people I'm not angry with, can stop being the landing block for my frustration and aggression. I'll write you again, sometime soon, but think of this as step one to integrating you. But good night for now. Sincerely, I, Obama. As I said in the letter, though, I do feel like this will be the first letter of many to my resentment, just because I think there are a lot of sources of my resentment. And what I wanna to talk to you guys about today now that I've read that letter and you guys can kind of hear how I talk to resentment um and if there's one thing that I hope like you're hearing from everything that I'm saying and my testimonies and my writings is really just how gentle we can allow ourselves to be with the things that we don't like I do personally though like you can hear in the letter I do really like to hold people accountable um, for the things that they've done. I like to be held accountable for the things that I've done. 
So I started my letter out, rightfully so, with um, resentment. You have not played a good role in my life. And I think that's okay. But as long as we don't stop there in the anger and frustration with um, said shadow, you know? As you can kind of hear in my letter though, it's definitely a step, a first step, you know, to integrating resentment. I basically just kind of took the time to find all of the roots, all of the sources of my anger. And basically that'll help me um, advance to the next step of this. And I feel like, first of all, for those of you hearing the crystals now, um, these pieces right here are my citrine. I, I did most of my citrine already. Um, I've got five pieces, three little shards, one that I just got actually from um, Blue Crystal. Oh, Crystal Blue, excuse me. One that I just got from Crystal Blue at um, Little Five Points. But yeah, lots of citrine. Um, I need to invest in more. I feel like when I think of citrine, I think of joy. So I take it personally as my own crystal. And as you heard me say in the letter too, Sorry, complete tangent, you guys. As you heard me say in the letter too, um, about not being able to embrace my name, Joy, that's because that's what my name means. So my name is Ayobami, and that is Yoruba, loosely translated, um, Yoruba for Joy has come to me, right? But back to what I was saying, I will continue to keep writing as I speak with resentment more, um, as I get to know it. And what I do think I should focus on though is like who my resentment was really towards. As I said, it was not for my mother. Um, though I directed a lot of my anger towards her, especially as a child now that I recount it. And it's funny too, like to be studying the work of Carl Jung, you know, um, and understanding that a lot of our trauma or a lot of our shadows, okay, you know what? Yeah, this is a great time to share this. So. I started reading Carl Jung's work with psychology and alchemy, but honestly, like three chapters in, I was like, oh no, this is too advanced for me. Um, there is a lot of Latin. <laughs> there is so much Latin and so many um, references to philosophers and other psychologists and all of that. And I'm just not that studied yet. We'll get there, but we're not there today. But I started with one of his other works, which is for the layman or the uneducated man, you know, um, called Man and His Symbols, where he basically explains how dreams like play a part in like symbology and dreams. Not that he gives you definitions of certain symbols, but he explains over and over again that the symbol is independent to the person. But what he was, he, he gave examples of a lot of his patients and one of his, pa well, many of his patients actually had these characters um, that they did not recognize. One man specifically, he would dream of this belligerent drunk woman and they hypothesized the patient and Carl, Carl Jung, they hypothesized that it was the wife, but it couldn't be because the wife was well-mannered and she was more quiet and she never really gave off that type of persona. And as they spent more time working with one another, they came to the understanding that it was a representation of the patient himself, um, that woman was. And she represented the side of him that he did not want to acknowledge that 
he was not as perfect as he had deemed himself to be. He was not as polite, as well-mannered, as liked, you know? Um, and his unconscious was trying to tell him that, asking him to be more aware of himself. But I feel like I definitely went through the same thing. Um, in writing to my resentment, a lot of memories came back of just me as a child, my relationship with my mother. And, and I'll be honest, there were many times where I was not kind. I was not kind to her at all, but it was really that I was just angry at my circumstances, um, my differences. But I forgot. I forgot how spiteful and how angry and how destructive I could get. Um, but I could get up there and I genuinely forgot. And it's funny too, like in thinking of resentment, and thinking of this character that I might not have associated with, but that was always in me. I was reminded of high school. I used to get in trouble every once in a while, like once in a blue moon, you know, nothing crazy, you guys. I'm, um, I think I was a very good student, but every once in a while I would get in trouble. And I just remember thinking in high school, like I was just so adamant in the thought, like I did absolutely nothing wrong. This teacher is absolutely out of their mind like how could you have a problem with me i'm literally such a bundle of joy you should you should honestly be glad to have me in your class like i'm great right i was just so proud of my character but that's because i would selectively forget when i would come out of my character out, out of that persona if we're going to use correct terminology the persona that i described in episode three, the four archetypes of the psyche. My persona in my head that I thought I was always portraying to the outer world was a face where I was always polite, well-mannered, I didn't talk back, I was cooperative, all types of things. But when I stepped outside of that persona, you guys, that person was not pleasant. Even if you just had like a little glimpse of her, yeah, she was not pleasant, but <laughs> but in recognizing my anger and how I can be when I'm angry, you know, we're making steps. The first step to solving a problem is knowing that there's a problem. So yeah, um, but I also just used to feel really ashamed when I would get angry. I used to feel ashamed when I felt like I wasn't making someone proud. Oh, you had an emotion that people didn't want to see. Like, people are going to be disappointed. People are going to be put off. You know, you're going to get outcasted. Don't be weird, you know? So that's how I would think. So I, I tried to maintain this character within my own head that I always kept up that character when in fact I did not. Um, but I mentioned all of that just to say like, it's taken months of writing for those memories to even come back and for me to understand why I lost them in the first place. So this shadow work stuff, you guys, this is a very insensitive, like really intimate process. And for me to even get to this point where I can admit on film, on audio that I've been angry has just been so much. Now, another reason this is so much for me though is because as I mentioned in the letter, like I'm a black woman, I'm a young black woman and five episodes into my podcast, do I want to portray myself as the angry black woman, you know? 
so I really had to debate with that for a large while and I came to the conclusion that if we're going to talk about shadow work and we're going to release shame then I really have to do that like at the end of the day there will be so many labels and people will be so upset with you um for having shadows for doing your shadow work for separating yourself when you need to you know that at the end of the day i i have to be true to myself and then in building a community where i want us to all be true to ourselves and true to each other i feel like i have to just be authentic with this process so my first shadow was anger and i'm not going to say i'm proud to admit that i'm far from but i'm definitely going to say that i'm at a point where i'm not ashamed i was angry there are many kids in my situation who are angry and have every right to be if you're in a situation like mine or whatever situation you're in you likely have a reason to be angry whether it's institutionalized discrimination you know like just all of these systematic ways to put you down you have a right to be angry at these systems it, it doesn't make you a bad person it doesn't make you overreactive it doesn't make you anything but human you know anger is very valid it's very and then two i think this is me honoring myself as ayobami um i said in the first like couple episodes that we'll be using astrology and numerology as tools to understand ourselves well in doing that I have to understand that half of my chart is made of fire placements and I have no earth placements, which is why these crystals are the world to me. Um, they're very grounding for me. I need my crystals, you guys. <laughs> um, and I don't know, at the end, I might do a run through of all the crystals I have, do a little close up on camera because, you know, they're cute. They look good. But I've already bathed all of them in the essential oil water bath. And I'm waiting for them to dry a little bit and then I'm going to um, just burn some sage and run each of them through the sage. But yeah, so I'm half of a fire chart and I mean, it may be stereotypical, but they do say the fire signs are angry. So ma'am, if you're 50% fire, you might be angry. You might be naturally inclined to be angry. Are you going to fight that your whole life, you know? So it was just really me asking questions like that, like, okay, I'm going to fight myself or I'm going to fight against whatever society has to say in response. And I have found that fighting whatever society has to say in response is a lot easier than fighting the voices in my head that are adamant, you know, like those voices are adamant, especially like listening to Carl Jung and his patient. If you're having a dream of this woman every night, like your brain is saying, you have to listen to me. You have to listen to me. And yeah, this is just me honoring myself, um, me honoring my brain. Like I hear you, I hear these shadows. They don't have to remain unconscious. I won't continue to repress them. So yeah, um, any of you who are following along with this podcast and you know, answering the questions that I kind of give you guys to ask yourselves. Um, if you find that your first shadow is resentment or anger in whatever form that it presents itself as, I'm asking you to honor that. Um, that is perfectly okay. And if you're angry, then that's a first step for change too, you know? So as long as we're acknowledging all of our shadows for what they are, being true to ourselves, then I think we're doing all right. 
Okay, you guys, it turns out that we're on 9%, so I'm actually gonna speed through this. And for those of you watching on YouTube, though, I might just, like, do the rest of the video as a voiceover so you guys can still see me um, sage my crystals, you know, and put them back where they actually belong because I have a little show for them that's kind of cute. But I just want to talk about before I go what my resentment was actually for, all of my anger, what it was actually for. And then I just want us to talk about, um, we'll bridge into next episode where we understand how numerology is going to play into all of this. So, yeah. So, okay. Who I was really angry at, one is obviously my father. So the biggest thing with his absence, which kind of ties into the other major source of my resentment is the fact that my culture it's the culture that I grew up in we don't really do children out of wedlock like that's um I hate to say it, like as stereotypical and soap opera-ish as it is like it kind of makes you the black sheep you know stain on the family why would you do that you're a disgrace type you know so that's how society kind of views women who have children outside of wedlock and their children. Because, you know, you know those stories of like illegitimate children, bastard children, just the way even the Bible regards bastard children. It's not really pleasant. So that was the real problem. The, the problem with having been abandoned um, that personally affected me other than obviously in the financial ways and you know actual abandonment what that does to a brain was the culture that I grew up in where it just was not accepted at all so basically around the age like seven or eight I switched churches to a Nigerian church and it was definitely interesting there were just a lot of Sunday schools that talked about bastard children and fornication, yada, yada. And, you know, I'm an impressionable kid. I'm gonna, basically, I just started to interpret myself as sin. Um, and we'll talk about next episode why, like, what would make my brain do that? Like, force me to think that I myself is, am a sin. And we'll kind of uncover that in my number chart. So definitely stick around for next episode as we kind of just go over a blanket of numerology and I make that connection for you guys but yeah so just also understand that like there's so many things that contribute to your like state of being your mental state of being the way you process things the way you respond to things internalize things like so there are the external events themselves and then there's your internal wiring so there was a lot that goes into my shadows and my anger but the way I internalized the church was just, I created myself as a sin. Um, my existence was a problem. I was a stain on the family. Um, I, I was the bastard child, you know, like just unwanted. Not that like my family really made me feel that way, but it's just what I was hearing a lot. Um, and you know, when you sit in a room where it's like, okay, this is sin, this is what you need to not do so you can go to heaven, yada, yada. Well, <laughs> what can I say other than that's gonna lead you to feel some type of way that was one belief that started in the church and through my tradition because it was amplified like there's religion there's the christian religion that i grew up in but then there's adding my nigerian tradition onto it which just made it um kind of unbearable i felt kind of outcasted when they would talk about like families you know like 
in making families and us, the youth, finding spouses in the future, they would be like, oh, you want to make sure the girl comes from a good family. If she comes from a broken home, why would you marry her? Yada, yada. So now I'm starting to think like, oh, geez, I'm unmarriable. Like, what are we doing here? Um, so there was just a lot that happened to my self-confidence and my self-worth. I was like, well, what am I other than a stain, other than something that can't be used? And that led to a whole series of things. Um, but really, that's where my anger came from. Because as I started to believe these things about myself and started to grow depression, I also, in my fiery nature and as a life path one, grew so angry. Um, and we'll kind of understand how my nature internalized that to be anger and how my outside world reflected like sadness and just underconfidence. Um, but yeah, I did want to just clarify what I was angry at because um, it wasn't my mother. It was just the way I felt I was being regarded by society for something that wasn't my fault, the way I was taking blame for something that really wasn't my fault or really anyone's fault. I don't know. But this is me coming to terms with my existence, coming to accept that, well, one, I'm not a sin. Um, I don't have to be angry at my mother um, for having a kid out of wedlock. She's gotten enough of that anger. I don't have to be angry at myself for being a kid born out of wedlock. I don't have to be angry at anyone, really. But yeah, that was really it. But I'm excited for next episode. You guys can understand what my thought process is and why on earth my brain would take it so far as to just think, okay, there's nothing like from here, from this point on, I'm just the bastard child, you know? Um, and I have to stop saying that because it's not true and I don't want to manifest those feelings again. But yeah, those are a couple of things that my resentment starts from and the major things, you know? But we'll talk about so many other things that everyone rightfully has the anger, like the right to be angry about, like systematic stuff. And while I'm saying a giant thank you to you guys for like being patient with me finding my voice, um, I'm also just, I have to say thank you because you've also been patient with like me on social media. I'm supposed to be posting questions weekly and I know I have not been consistent at all, but I am in the process of just making a bunch of content before I go to Nigeria, um, which will be in about a week. So. I want to have those episodes already made for you guys. So I'm working on them um, and a couple of TikToks, some couple of art pieces, you know. So right now, I think I just got caught up like with the schedule before um, and that was just really overwhelming and created a lot of anxiety. So I kind of wouldn't create just kind of freaking myself out. But I just want to remove the schedules for a minute and just create all the content that I need to do without all the anxiety. And then I'll be posting it. We'll be having all the conversations that um, should have happened already and many more to come um, and then we'll also just be doing like natural stuff you know like it doesn't have to be heavy questions I want to get to know you guys but I'll be starting a new Instagram under the same name but I started um, I started the podcast Instagram with my personal Instagram which I also hadn't used for over two years so you know the algorithm is not kind so yeah I'm just gonna start a new one it'll be totally for the podcast um, and kind of like my artwork so you guys can kind of understand how I'm expressing myself, expressing my shadows. But yeah, that's really all I've got for you guys today. Just again, thank you. And then stay tuned for next week's The Numerology episode. Bye. -bye.